0: Hello and welcome to The Bygone Christian. I want to thank you for tuning in today. Uh, This episode will be more politically based than most of my episodes probably will be. Uh, This one is going to be about the thing that is plaguing our news and, uh, inevitably everybody probably knows about it that's listening to this is, um, the border wall and currently the government is still shut down, uh, because of this, uh, but let's take, uh, a few steps back and talk about like how we got to this point, at, at least a little bit, not, um, not so much, uh, in real detail, but, So, whenever President Trump was elected, one of his big talking points was the border wall and illegal immigration. So, his voter base partially voted on him because of the fact of the border wall. Now, with this being said, that was one of his campaign promises that that's what was going to happen. Now, as anyone who relatively understands how politics work, they understand, or at least American politics, they understand that when someone or president or whoever's elected makes a promise, they should understand that they don't make that decision alone. It has to go through Congress. It has to be approved. And sometimes that happens and sometimes that doesn't. However, the thing that drives me kind of batty about this is that he made a campaign promise that this was what he was going to do. Now we're coming into the second half of his term, and what seems to me is though he's just trying to make sure that he gets this, this, uh, this money for the border wall. So that way he did well on his campaign promise, so it's another talking point for re-election. Um, and ultimately this government shutdown is affecting a lot of people, uh, Coast Guard members, not to mention all the other federal employees that there are, and none of them are getting checks right now during this process. Um now, that's not saying all. It's not a full government shutdown, which, I'll be honest, I haven't really dug into too much to understand why. It's not a full one. I guess they agreed uh, to some things, but not all things within the budget is what my guess would be, but I'm not 100% on that. So, but again, let's kind of roll it back to where President Trump made this campaign, promise that he was going to build this wall. Now, if you remember, President Trump claimed that Mexico was going to pay for the wall. Uh, and Mexico came out and denied this claim pretty much instantaneously saying they were not going to pay for the wall. Which, I mean, realistically, come on. We all knew that. Uh, so then the next step was uh, President Trump instituting tariffs. Now... On Mexican goods. Now, the thing about tariffs is, is uh, I saw some people claiming that this was Mexico paying for the wall, and I'm going to say that most of these people just don't quite understand what tariffs are, or understand basic economics, or anything like that. So, uh, now, in a way, maybe I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt that Maybe he was saying that Mexico's going to pay for it, like as in metaphorically, that Mexico was going to pay because we were going to implement tariffs and things of that nature to affect the purchase of their goods, because ultimately it's the American consumer who pays that tariff, and maybe that strays them away from purchasing that good from Mexico because it's going to cost a little more than what it would have otherwise. Maybe. We'll go with that, and I'll give him the benefit of the doubt. But, fast forward to now, and now the government is in full shutdown because the standoff over money promised to the wall, or where he wants money promised to build the wall. But again, that kind of forwards to the fact of, I feel like that that is going to be a talking point for the election, or the re-election. And I have an issue with that kind of thing, where you you sit there and you act like, oh, well, this is a big sticking point, but it's solely for the fact of re-election. That's the only reason I can see it being such a big point right this moment. Uh, but I really... <laughs> I really don't understand it other than that, to be honest. I mean, let's overlook the human rights issues that the border wall would be cro- uh, causing. I'm not even going to talk about that. But my, I see more of an issue with the American people and how they view... Well, let me not encompass all American people, but some of the American people and how they view immigrants, where immigrants are mostly, I'm not going to say 100% because nothing is 100% in this world for the most part as far as human behaviors and things of that nature are concerned. Most of these immigrants are just trying to better their life for their kids and for their family. And who can fight against that? Like really, Because I can tell you right now, I can tell you right now that myself, if I was in a situation where my family was not in the best situation and there was something I could do about it, even if it was illegal and you can criticize me for that all you want, I'm going to try to do whatever I can to make my child's life better and my family's life better. Especially if there's not a whole lot of backlash against it. And whenever I say backlash, I mean there isn't a chance that I lose my life or whatever unless it is truly that dire of a situation. And I don't know because I don't live that life. I've never been in that kind of situation. I've been privileged enough to you know, grow up in America and be a white male for that matter. So the, I can't talk about a lot of these things, or I can, but I talk about them from a place of partial ignorance. But the thing is, is that a lot of these, like the the right and the, or the far right and the people who claim they're like, just have them come in legally. That's the only thing we're saying, come in legally and blah, 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 blah. But then they get to this point, they get to this point of where the people who do come in legally and they don't speak English right off the bat, they're frustrated with that, I've noticed. And that drives me insane too, because we don't technically have uh, official language. English is not the official national language of the United States. And that's per the CIA fact book. Uh, You can look it up online. Uh, But we've never established that. Now, other countries have established national languages, but we don't. But why is that? Well, that is because America is founded by immigrants. We all were immigrants at some point in time, unless you're Native American, and then who knows where the roots of Native Americans came from, because I don't think we have that documented. But... The thing is, is that America was founded on immigration, so therefore we came to, our ancestors came to America speaking all different languages. So if you've made it to where America had a national language, it would have been a big issue and a lot of immigrants wouldn't have been able to come over. So them not speaking English is not necessarily a mandatory thing. Now, we could argue all day that maybe it should be put in, but you got to understand that it's more of a uh, of a problem for them than it is for you. So why do you take offense that he can't or she can't or whoever can't speak English when you should understand from their point that makes life extremely difficult for them to begin with? Don't you think they would like to be able to understand what everybody's saying around them? I mean, come on, that's the thing. I, I feel like a lot of people don't sit here and take it into consideration what other people are having to deal with. Like, sure, be angry because you can't understand the person that's speaking next to you. But why? Do you worry that much that somebody's speaking ill of you? Like, who cares? It just blows my mind that people worry about that kind of trivial thing. Like, don't you think that they would want to be able to understand everything going on around them? It would make their life so much easier. And we have such a short period of time on Earth. You know, I I don't know what the average calculation is, but I think we're somewhere in the 80s of average lifespan, at least in the U.S. So we have 80 years, let's just say, even number. 80 years on this earth spent that we could be doing what? What is it that you want to do? Now, some of the religious people will sit there and say that they just want to make it into heaven. Well, for me, I take it as we only have this one life. We have this one life on earth. So we have 80 years To make an impact. Now, again, religious people are going to throw this back at, well, if you have 80 years, why do you care what happens afterwards? And I think that that's just a flaw to look at it like that because ultimately I have a child and children and I have family members and nieces and nephews that are going to live on after me and their nieces and nephews and their children. Why would I not care about them? Why would I not look out for them? So that's where I come from this. Is that we have 80 years to better society, to better life for the future generations. So that's why I try to put my trust in science. And more recently, humanism, which I'm, like I said in the previous episode... I'm still trying to grasp, I'm still not uh fully in the humanism mode, but I definitely have picked up on some and I think naturally that's just where I feel people of science kind of gravitate to um and so maybe some of you are asking what humanism is. Uh I'm going to give you the uh I'm going to give you the definition that I found. For humanism, it is an outlook or system of thought attached prime importance to human rather than divine or supernatural matters. Humanist beliefs stress the potential value and goodness of human beings, emphasis on common human needs, and seek solely rational ways of solving human problems. Ultimately, I think that humans' greed will get in the way of some of this. Um, However, I don't think that that means that we shouldn't press on with trying to uh, progress humanist values and humanist views. Uh, Because ultimately, that's where I think that we are... uh, We are going to find the best solutions because ultimately, like I said, we have this short period of time on earth and we should be progressing it in any way, shape or form. Now you can try to stop progress, but ultimately progress wins. So that's, that's the kind of the, the thing that I've gotten to recently is that People try to stop progress or kind of halt it, and kind of, that's where c- the word conservative comes from. Whenever you're talking about the right, is trying to keep it in a certain place, but that's not how life works. And I understand that that's what a lot of people want. They want to be keep it where it is. I'm comfortable. We're, progress, uh, progress is not something that people are comfortable with, and I understand that to a point. I do. The unknown is scary sometimes. But ultimately, progress happens. You can't stop it. And so if you can't stop it, you might as well try to understand it and try to get ahead of it and embrace it. Um, so, So let me talk about the whole conservative thing and staying in the past. You need to view it from other people's viewpoints. So very similar to how I was talking about someone who speaks only Spanish and doesn't understand English, don't you think that they would like it easier in America because it's easier to be able to understand and speak English where that's the majority of what people speak. So it'd probably be easier for them to learn, don't you think they would like to? So let's go ahead and flip this back to political realms. So whenever President Trump's campaign came out with Make America Great Again. Now, great again to who and at what point in time? Because really, America isn't all that old and things like, I don't know, civil rights and things of that nature haven't been around for that long. So when are you rolling it back to? Because ultimately... Who's great? Who are we considering America great for? And don't get me wrong, I'm not saying that America isn't great. I love this country. Uh, However, I'm able to understand that there are flaws within the system. I think that America is going to do nothing but get better. And that's just me personally. I think that we should be able to progress on and make it inclusive for everybody. And not be divisive and try to separate people and... It just blows my mind that that's what we go for. Why is it that we sit here and we try to separate and we try to divide people that it makes no sense to me? I don't understand why someone else's life and what they're doing matters to you in the regards of as long as it doesn't affect you. If it doesn't affect you, why does it matter? Now, there's a lot of different things that I talked about that I understand that it technically affects you, so you have a say-so. I I just said that because there's a lot of other things that I'm not going to get into that drive me insane with politics and social issues that it has no effect. But yet, people seem to take offense and get real upset about what other people's personal choice is. In my opinion... What happens in the bedroom is between you and whoever you were in the bedroom with. But that's a whole nother topic for a whole nother day. I'm not going to get into that. Um, but that's kind of my views. Let me know what you think uh, about that. I, I'm truly open to changing my mind. My mind is, I'm not going to say completely open, but for the most part, I'm definitely open to hearing other people's views and my views do change uh because I came from a very uh conservative uh Christian Republican point of view. And so my cha- my point of views have changed so much over the years that it is amazing. But um so like I said just let me know. Uh and I want to thank you all for listening. I know my podcast length is going to be varied depending on what I'm talking about, how passionate I am about talking about it and how many points I can bring up. And I'm sure that I could have went way more into this, honestly. Uh, but right now I'm just trying to get a few podcasts out there so that way y'all can have something to listen to, give me some feedback so I can change it. And then I think every, after that it will end up being like in every other uh every other week kind of thing maybe we'll see what happens um and i may throw out some short segments and things of that nature but we'll we'll see uh so but i want to thank y'all for listening uh don't forget to hit that like and subscribe button and uh connect with me on facebook and twitter uh you can find it at the the bygone christian on both of those uh Or if you feel like you want to email me, uh, you can do so at thebygonechristian at gmail.com. If we get enough feedback, I do plan on starting a segment based off of uh, what someone suggested to me in one of the groups I'm a part of, uh, where I'll answer some questions or uh, critiques of my my views during the podcast. Uh, That way... Maybe y'all can uh, give feedback, and I can definitely give feedback to those there. So if I don't answer you back directly on any of those platforms, if you message me, it may be because I'm going to answer it in the podcast. So uh, stay tuned to that. Now, I do want to say that I'm going to, uh, at the end of the shows, or at the end of each one of my shows, I got permission uh from the uh, the creator of symph- uh, symphony of science uh John D Boswell who his YouTube channel is melody sheep to use his music at the end of my uh videos so i find these this music that he creates one it's uh it helps education of uh, the scientists. Because he takes scientists. And other. Uh, other important people. And makes a collaboration. tunes their voices. Things of that nature. And makes music out of it. So I really enjoy it. It's educational. Um, and this specific track. That I'm going to play at the end. And it may run through a few. Uh, it's called. Children of Planet Earth. Uh, I hope that you enjoy it. Uh, This is the end of my podcast. The remainder will be the song. So, again, stay tuned and link up with me on the Facebook or Twitter. Thanks, and have a great day. Greetings and friendly wishes to all who may encounter this voyager and receive this message. hello. We step into the universe with humility and hope To like to extend greetings to the extraterrestrial inhabitants of outer space. To the universe with humility and hope. Chân thân gõ tai cặp chào Hello from the children From the children of planet Earth